Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, live from the WDCX studios, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to Hope Reigns. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiella. Good morning, Mike. A scarf. You are looking the part today. You look great, brother. Well, you know, I like to put these scarves on. I wear, I'll wear this until May. Oh, oh come on <laughs> No, no, no. Hey, our winter has been so awesome. I think it I've only shoveled been. twice. You know, it's been a, a mild winter. Isn't it, it has been. If you're listening around the country, um, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope every single week. 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. You can listen live on our website or also subscribe to our podcast. But what we do during the next hour is we're going to share some God-sized stories, Mike. And we've got some amazing stories this week. Well, it's been just the beginning. Well, February 1st, as you said, it's called the Love Month. But we'll go that's something else. (laughs) No, but this first 30 days of the year, so many exciting things are happening, I know, in your life and your family and Eight Days of Hope. And we've got to catch up on all of this. You know, the last 15 days, uh, hundreds of volunteers have been in the northeastern part of Mississippi. Uh, two tornadoes, County. yes. Mm-hmm. Two tornadoes came through uh, about three weeks ago, and Mike, um, 11 people passed away. It's, it's, it's so it's tragic. Sad. It's sad. So tragic. And, you know, it, it's kind of like the news cycle. People in that area uh, were very well aware of the tornadoes, but of course, people around the country did not. Right. And yet the body of Christ showed up, and, and, and it was amazing to see. I think the final numbers I'll look at here in a minute when we go to our first segment, but about 235, 240 really? people came from around the country, and they served dozens and dozens and dozens of families, mm-hmm. and, man, they were a glimpse of Jesus. Well, I got a, some of the numbers you saw uh, sent out earlier, right? 15 states, maybe that's grown uh, in your final numbers, but just to think, think in that vein, at this time of year, 15 different states— converge on that one area just to help out it's 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 amazing and we're going to interview in the first segment today we're going to interview one of our ambassadors eight days of hope um you know what someone's probably tuning in saying like what's eight days of hope so tell them, tell them. yeah so we're an organization based in mississippi and we help people after natural disasters either right afterwards with our rapid response team and that's the team that was in desoto county right and then we do a, there's a rebuilding arm that goes six to twelve months later and rebuilds hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of homes in eight days started in Think 2000 about well started in 2005 yes. when you and your dad were talking about helping the folks after katrina so 5500 families have had their homes rebuilt and it's like extreme makeover times 300 mm. in an eight day period <laughs> oh it's crazy we also have a distribution ministry if you are a church or a ministry uh in the south near mississippi or in the north near new york uh, we have products that you can utilize for your church, your community when there's a need. Uh, We've given away about $4 million of furniture and appliances and flooring and roofing shingles. For more information on that, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. And then the newest arm of the ministry, and we won't spend a lot of time talking about it today, but but it's a ministry that I'm very, very excited about, probably spending about 75% of my time on this new launch, Mike. Yes, I, I mean, and when you start telling folks what it is and what it's about, Everybody, everybody has some way they can either pray, contribute, volunteer, and get involved in this. And that's our safe house construction ministry. Already uh, across the country, there are ministries trying to rescue people who've been trafficked sexually. And this is the Super Bowl weekend. We're live today. The Super Bowl's tomorrow. Right. And, and this is the most heavily trafficked weekend of the year 
anywhere in America. Really? Oh my gosh. And and Mike, when you hear some of these stories, Mike, mm. oh my gosh. Um, listeners, uh, grab a pen and paper because before we leave in 55 minutes, I'm going to give you a bunch of dates that, that if you live in Northeast Mississippi or Western New York, Southern Ontario, you're going to be given an opportunity to, uh, to be a part of a major movement by the church to make a difference in, in this area of, of need. I'm telling you. And, you know, I never, I didn't think about it being the Super Bowl weekend that what people love to do, watch football, the ugliness, and I'm sorry to say it that way, it's the hideous true. things that are going behind the scenes. And that's why we, as the body of Christ, organizations like Eight Days of Hope and others you'll be mentioning are really stepping up to, to, to curve this thing and, and, and rid of us. You know, so bit. Eight Days of Hope right now, for 14 days, we go to a ministry and we help them rebuild, remodel, renovate a facility to provide a safe place, additional beds, additional bedrooms, additional kitchens. And already, Mike, in the first 60 days, it's been amazing. Volunteers have gone to Houston, Texas, mm -hmm. where two facilities have been renovated from the floor to the top, uh, the roof. And, and then uh, we were in Austin, Texas in December. Mm -hmm. And already upcoming, uh, just to kind of give you a heads up, we're going back to Texas in March. We'll be going to Indianapolis in April, uh, partnering with friends of ours, Frank and Linda Reich. Oh, yes. Yes, Frank oh, yes. Reich, a Buffalo well-known sports hero, and his wife, um, they sit on a board of a ministry called Ascent 121. I know mm -hmm. that later in the year we're looking at Jackson, Tennessee, Mobile, Alabama, Buffalo, New York, uh, Tupelo, Mississippi, the list goes on and on. How are we going to keep this straight? So you <laughs> yeah. throw a couple of natural disasters in between yeah. there, a few <laughs> rebuilds? Oh, why not? <laughs> that's why That's why I've got Starbucks in my hand, brother. But we've got some special guests here today. Like, oh, yes. you know, my gosh, they make my heart tick. They really do. I want to say good morning to two of my five. Uh, Emma, good morning. Morning. How are you? It's, I'm good. Good, good. And Elise. Elise, are you going to say good morning? Hi. There you go. That's that's all we're going to get out of Elise today, yeah. Mike. She just said, I want to listen. And look, but look at the smiles yeah. on both of these faces. This is this is really bringing a, 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 a something special to this show this morning. Well, they're, they're excited to be here today. Emma's been here before, but Lisa's never been here before. And so they're going to get to be a part and listen and watch how a live broadcast goes. Um, so this morning, uh, this is like Daddy and Girl Day today. Oh, awesome. So we've got big plans today. We're going to... Go to Wonder House. Uh, have okay. you ever been to Wonder House? No, uh, the the candies. They have a, a coffee house downtown. Okay. Uh, they serve waffles that are really uh, very interesting, uh, unique. So we're going to go there. We're going to hit a movie and just spend the day together. So, so this is a girls' day. And what about Uncle Mike joining you on your girls' day? <laughs> oh, um, I got a busy day, too. Okay. But. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Emma, Emma, Emma says, all right. Emma. But she looked like she had to think about that for a minute. <laughs> so now the both of you served last year during Eight Days of Buffalo. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in the second segment a little bit. But okay. uh, Emma and Elise, do you have any great memories from Eight Days of Hope Buffalo? Did you enjoy the people, the food? What did you enjoy the most? I think I enjoyed, like, working with Hannah. Oh, your sister. Sure. Because you guys were going, like, house to house and doing some landscaping, yeah. things like that. Um, good. And did you get dirty, Elise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You could tell, Mike, that if something uh -huh. happens to you and I, Elise and Emma probably won't be leading the show next week. But uh, anyways. Oh, so you guys want to say yeah. hi to anyone before we go to our first segment. Emma, anyone, you want to say hi to anyone around the country? Yeah. Um, hi, Aunt Tanya. Oh, Aunt Tanya down in Mississippi. <laughs> oh, yes. How can you not love Aunt Tanya? I know. Elise, anyone for you? And a Tanya as and well. A, okay, cool. 
And I'm going to give a shout out to Gway if he's out there listening. Her son <laughs> down there in Mississippi, Elise and Emma. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate that, Mike. So today we're going to talk to Steve Metcalf. He's one of okay. our leaders, and he has a God-sized story while he was serving in Desoto County. Okay, that'll be our first segment. Nice. Uh huh. Yeah, love the man. I talk to him often. He, no, really, he's just a he's just a. What I like about him is just like this. You can't see me because I'm on radio. My sure. hand just going steady, he's straight ready. across. <laughs> you know, is. that's the way yes. he is. But he gets he, to the point. I know. Love, love him. Yeah, we're gonna have him on in just a minute. And then the second half of the hour. Last weekend we were in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Oh, exciting! Oh my gosh, we're launching our Midwest satellites. So we're based in Mississippi, so mm-hmm. we have people, equipment, leaders ready to go to a natural disaster, a safe house, in, in a second, and do what God's called us to do. We have a facility in the Northeast in Buffalo. And we announced this past weekend in Cedar Rapids, we're going to the Midwest next. We're going Midwest. Load up them horses and head out there. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. But it, it, it sounded like, what, 100 and... 100, yeah, 117 people were there. Okay. We were thinking like 50. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And so uh, we announced that we have about $600,000 of, of newer equipment. And we okay. have leaders ready to go there. We're just looking for a facility. So check out our Facebook page and... Um, one of the local TV stations did a nice story on it. Did you see that? I did see that. I appreciate you posting all that because it gets it just keeps us up to date on what's going on. They well, really they really just dove into the the story. They did a good job. Now now, Mike, I I don't post those. You know that, Mike. We we have somebody on our team that you know. <laughs> could it be Chandler? <laughs> could it be? Yeah. Could it be? <laughs> I tell you what, is she amazing or what? Oh, she does oh, a great job yes. of keeping us in the loop for everything. She, it's just awesome. She does. Hey, welcome to Hope Reigns. We are so excited that you're here today. Again, in a minute, we're going to talk to Steve Metcalf. He'll be calling in from North Carolina, sharing a God-sized story, mm-hmm. a life-changing, eternity-changing, eternity-changing story that happened uh, just about 14 days ago, uh, right outside of Olive Branch, Mississippi. And then the second half of an hour, we're going to talk about Cedar Rapids. We're also going to talk about Eight Days of Hope, Hope Buffalo. Buffalo. Mm, yes. We have dates, don't we? But that's We're going to share some dates today. Are we? We're not going to give all the details. Okay. But for those of you listening who enjoyed Eight Days of Buffalo last year, get ready because it's about to, I'm not going to say double because that'd be like the flesh and the excitement of the moment. But I, this thing's about to, I mean, 1,500 people showed up last year, but I think this numbers this year is going to be crazy. Well, you can almost be very confident to say double, and I know that you're hesitant to, but what happened last year? I mean, from what we expected to what turned out was triple almost was it was it not would you say yeah that that's who our god is though but yeah we just uh you know we have a plan and god reminds us who's really in control Uh, and it's it's not us. Blessed are the flexible in spirit. Amen. <laughs> see God. Amen. And uh, you definitely the whole the whole team displayed that in Buffalo last year. So yeah, it was amazing. And we had a great partner, Elam Christian Fellowship, as well. Yes. But more on that in just a couple of minutes. Hey, we want to give a quick shout out to uh, some of our partners out there, including Niagara Gutter. If you're looking for some gutter work in Western New York, give Brad a call at seven one six six nine five thirty five hundred over at Niagara Gutter. But when we come back. We're going to talk to Steve McCaff, who's a leader with Eight Days of Hope. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope here on WDCX. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. 
Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief, to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world, so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com because everyone could get in on this. Getting to the heart of a matter means getting deep into what is most important about a situation or a decision that must be made. As a mother, what's most important to me when it comes to choosing a school for my children is the heart. Hi, this is Kristen, Director of Admissions at CCA. At Christian Central Academy, I know my children are getting the high academic challenges that come with a college preparatory school, as well as the Christ-centered teaching that will mold their hearts to be ready to follow God's plan for their lives. Come see what it looks like to attend a K-12 school whose aim is to help your child grow in wisdom, stature, and in favor with God and man. Visit CCA this February 4th during our open house by registering online at www.christianca.com and see how our school gets to the heart of education. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with 8 Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We partner with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros. We rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in Bigger Than Ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Well, top of the morning to you this beautiful Saturday morning. We are broadcasting live from Western New York, Southern Ontario. Thank you for joining us. Listeners, I've got a text from Texas. There you go. They're listening in Texas. Right now, they're listening across the nation, <laughs> yeah. but in all, Texas. All 30 of them. But that's all right. That's 30, right? I mean, you got to love that. I love it. We're so thankful that you're here. Listen to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We, we'd like to share God-sized stories. And, Mike, we have one for you today. I am looking forward because I haven't heard this yet. Well, you mentioned what it's going to be about. Yeah, but, a little bit. Oh, I'm telling you. Well, we're, we're excited to have Steve Metcalf. Steve's calling from North Carolina. Steve, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, so, so um, Mike, can you tell he has a little bit of a accent? Oh, yeah. I mean, once you get down past Ohio, it, it all, they all start sounding this. No, I'm kidding. Steve, you're, you're the guys with the accent, not me. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I see how that works. I see. How, now, you're calling from North Carolina, right, Steve? That's correct. Yes, okay. sir. Now, you're an ambassador with Eight Days of Hope, which means you're one of the 152 leaders 
That's the final number, by the way, Mike, for 2020. Steve, you're one of our leaders, and, and just recently you were in DeSoto County, Mississippi. So maybe tell the listeners a little bit what happened in DeSoto County, and then we'll get into the story. I understand that there were two tornadoes that, that hit the county there, and there was no loss of life. Uh, there was significant property damage. I understand that, that there was one horse that died, but there were no people that lost their lives in the in the tornadoes. So the, so the damage was widespread. Now, some of the reports of the tornadoes moving on, I, I shared earlier that 11 people had passed away. And again, it might not have been DeSoto County. I know those tornadoes oh, were on the ground for a little bit. Uh, what kind of damage did you see, Steve, when you showed up? The the homes that we saw and, and worked with, they're anything from uh, very, very expensive homes and uh, property to uh, trailers, uh, and we worked with all of those. But there was extensive damage, significant damage to homes and cars, vehicles, trees, landscaping, the whole, the whole gamut. There was a lot of property damage on the areas that were hit. So, Steve, when you get into an area like that, and we've been there, my wife and I were in Florida when that hit, but what is the first thing that you, are, are the people there on, on the grounds that you, and you're meeting with them, are they, are, are they still staying partly in their house? Is there a trailer on their, their lot? What are you experiencing when you first make the first connection with them? Sometimes they're there. Sometimes they have to move temporarily to hotels or, or with relatives. But there, there are all sorts of answers to that question. Sometimes they're there. Sometimes they have the roofs tarped. Sometimes they're staying in hotels. Sometimes the property is damaged or that they'll never be able to return. Hmm. But there's the, the whole range of answers to that. So what's going through your mind, Steve? I mean, you, you drive from North Carolina. You go to a disaster. Um, your intentions are, are pure. I mean, you're there to to love and serve these families, but you get a chance to, to meet them and have conversations. What's going through your mind while you're seeing the mass destruction and you're meeting these people for the first time? One of the, the first things that, that occurs to me is the, the, the absence of hope or the loss of hope. What, mm. uh, what have I worked my entire life for to, to accumulate some sort of uh, possessions or home or pay for my house, and, and it's lost. What, what have I worked all this time for? And it's, it's gone in just a matter of moments. And the, the opportunity to, to share the hope that, that Christ has given me to, to bring something back to them, to, to say that, you know, this is, it's important, but it's, it's temporal, that there's other things that you can put your hope into. Hmm. Now, Steve, I know when you first meet a family, the foremost in your heart is, is, to, is to share the love of Christ with them. But what is a practical step when you first get on the grounds? I mean, are you organizing a team, assessing how to rebuild their home, or what, what does that process look like? The first step is that uh, I was assigned to assessments, and we make cold calls, or sometimes we have leads where to start, knock on the door, and if the, the family or homeowner is there, then, then we talk to them about a lot of it is just a matter of listening to, to their story, That's uh, an avenue to let them uh, share the the emotions, the the sense of danger that they lived through or, or didn't live through. But a lot of it is just listening and and go from there, depending on what they say. And if you think about it, Mike, you know, you, you, someone comes to your house or calls you on the phone or knocks on the door of your trailer that's sitting in front of your house and says, hey, you don't know me. Um, you know, we'd right. love to help you out. 
and they look at the truck, they see chainsaws and tarps, and they see volunteers ready to help. I, I bet it's it's got to be pretty overwhelming, Mike. There's so many times that we have stepped on on the grounds where the simplest of things, they see you, they tear up, they hug you, and, and sometimes you don't even get a name right away mm. because they're just so thankful um, that somebody, and a lot of times they'll say, you know, God sent you here. And you, then you kind of go, oh, that's why I'm, no, but you start sharing why you're there. Right. I've been asked so many times, why would you come from New York State <laughs> sure. down here to Alabama sure. or Mississippi? And, man, what a question because you're able yeah. to say, you know, uh, it's it's just to love, Jesus loved me enough that if that happened and Jesus was in you, then you would come up to New York State to help me. I know you would because of Jesus. And you, you're able to point yes. it. So, Steve, it's, while you're... very humbling to... Go ahead, I'm Steve. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Go ahead. I just, it, it's, it's just very humbling to have somebody tell you face to face, you're an answer to my prayers. Yes. That's just um, very, very humbling. So, Steve, you're in DeSoto County. It's day number one, and, uh, you know, hundreds of volunteers are in route or they're signing up on our website. Again, more information about what 8 Days of Hope is all about, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Submit your email address. Whenever we go anywhere to do anything that God's called us to do, we'll send you an email. And if you can make it, it's free. We provide the food and lodging, give you a couple T-shirts. But, Steve, you were in DeSoto County, Mississippi, and one of the first homes, if not the first home you went to, something unique happened a couple weeks ago. Um, walk us down the path of, of you know, from, from, from contacting this individual to, uh, to the ending point, please. The I guess it was the first. It might have been the second home that we went to. Uh, there was a common property line between Terry and Randy's property and this adjacent property, and there were trees that had fallen both, on both sides of the property line, and we need to get a, a waiver signed by the, that homeowner before we can proceed with doing any work on that property. So Don, Dabney, and I were working, and he was working with this one family. So I went next door to, to talk to Larry. And Larry turns out is a 78-year-old man that has two kinds of cancer and is a Vietnam veteran, lives alone. And we just stood and talked about the, the situation he was in. He had been released from the hospital Friday afternoon with hip surgery to come back home. And then the tornado struck at 435 the next morning oh after he said uh, so he just recently returned home, uh, and one of the first things he said is, "Why would would God let this cause this to happen?" That was the word he used. Cause? Why would God cause this to happen? And he said, "I've I've wondered about this sort of thing since I was in Vietnam." And I said, "Well, Larry, I don't believe God causes this sort of thing." I said, "This kind of devastation, this kind of damage comes because comes to us because of Satan and sin in the world." And he said, well, I'm, I used to be a religious man. And I said, Larry, it's, it's not about religion. It's, it's about a relationship to the creator of the universe. And I've got that relationship. And I briefly shared with Larry the, my three-minute testimony in about 30 seconds, just two or three sentences of how God had cured me of cancer and given me the opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus in situations like this. And through some more conversation, I asked him, I said, Larry, if, if you had not lived to uh, come home from Vietnam, or if the fall on your carport on the concrete had, had somehow killed you instead of breaking a hip, 
or you hadn't survived the tornado. I said, would you have gone to heaven or to hell? He said, Steve, I would have gone to hell. Wow. And uh, I said, well, Larry, we can change that destination in the next five to ten minutes. Oh, I love that. I love that. He said, I would like to do that. So just a, a conversation about the who Jesus was and what he did and how he died to pay the, the debt of sin for me and for him, mm-hmm. that he lives again, and that if you believe in your heart that that's the case, that that's the truth, then then you don't go to hell, that you can mm-hmm. spend eternity uh, in heaven with Jesus. So, so, and so, he so, said, I would, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So what? He, he said, I'd like to do that. I said, Okay, just repeat after me, and it was so simple, oh, wow. and, and uh, I, I'm just shouting inside, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, Steve, so Steve, you had not done one thing for this guy yet, except no, show up, except show up, Mike. Show up. That's something else. Right. S- see, sometimes we make things so complicated right. in this journey, right? right. As a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ, you know, mm-hmm. I have a, I know 1993, God saved me, met right. me in the darkest of dark moments. Right. And and sometimes it's us just being ready to be the hands and feet, not even with a word. And Steve just showed up and That's God it. opened that amazing door. And I love what Steve did, Mike. He walked him down the path, Vietnam, right, hip surgery, right, tornado. Oh my! And then he asked a couple questions. <laughs> Oh, and the right questions at the right time. Because, uh, you know what, Steve, it's amazing that we go with the intent of, I'm going to help somebody, I'm going to rebuild. Sure. And it's all, this is this is why God, I think, even created this uh, Eight Days of Hope and other ministries that just be there, mm. and then but see what God wants to do. God ordained that moment that Steve Metcalf would be there to lead this this man to Christ. And it was just, it was almost like, I don't use the word predestined, but God orchestrated it, and the man's, you know, on, he's on there. the way down the drive the night before, fifteenth and sixteenth. I drove through the night to get to to Olive Branch. Mm. One of my prayers was that I was I was confident that God would give me the opportunity, but I, I prayed that He would give me the guts that I'd have the boldness and that I, that I would present the gospel clearly, with respect and gently enough. Uh, fearlessly, That's so it. that it, it couldn't make a difference. And then I got to Olive Branch and found out that Ephesians six nineteen and twenty to to speak fearlessly with boldness was the chosen scripture for the for the event and for the year. I said this this is so amazing, not surprising, but it's amazing that God has been speaking to me about scripture and boldness before <laughs> I even arrived. I love it, Steve. So, so, Steve, you know, we're going to keep you on a little bit longer. We're going to take a break here in a second. But um, so Mike doesn't know what I have on my phone, and and I don't know what Mike has on his iPad. But as you were reading that scripture, I show Mike my phone because I was ready to share that exact same scripture. And Mike turns around his iPad, and he's got the exact same scripture on his iPad. (laughs) And I'm ready to share it. And I promise you, we didn't have any conversations (laughs) about this. Absolutely not. I mean, my two daughters are here, right? Shake your heads. Yep, see, uh, just uh, amazing. So go ahead and share that scripture, Uh, though. That's It's incredible. Yeah, so, you know, a while back, it's important for the leaders, in my mind, we, we always try to focus on something during the course of the year, and usually it's with prayer and, 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 and okay, Lord, what, what is the spiritual focus for the ministry for a year? Right. And so 
Um, and then we also talk something about um, just, I won't say common sense things, but, but things that we should work on that maybe isn't, quote, spiritual, right? So the two things we, we talked about, we, as the organization grows, we want to do a better job of communication okay. internally with sure. one another. But mm-hmm. spiritually, this was the verse that we had shared. It's in Ephesians 6. And Steve mentioned, it's, um, uh, it says, uh, Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for, the, uh, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. And Mike, that's exactly mm-hmm. what Steve did. L- and let me hitchhike on that because I like that. What version is that? Do you know offhand? But- that, that was the NIV. Okay, uh, this is another version here that I just happened to, didn't intend to bring up, but it, listen to what it says. It's, it's, it puts a little different twist to it. Same, same heart. Also pray for me. Pray that when I speak, God will give me the words so that I can tell her the truth of the good news without fear. And that's, Steve, exactly what you did on that gentleman's front yard was just share the good news without fear. And you mapped, you just laid it out beautifully according to that scripture. Very, very nice. I'll tell you what, the, go ahead, Steve. The other thing was that the, it talks about the, the mystery of the gospel. And, and Larry had questions. He said, why would God cause this to happen? And the other scripture is from First Peter is that, that I would have a ready answer. And God yeah. gave me the right words at the right moment to, to make a difference for eternity in Larry's life. We're talking to Steve Metcalf. He's an ambassador with Eight Days of Hope. He lives in North Carolina, but traveled to Mississippi, DeSoto County, just outside of Memphis, and served the last 15 days with hundreds of volunteers from around the country, literally the hands and feet of Jesus. And he was given an opportunity to uh, speak truth and live out truth. And and uh, now we have another brother in Christ. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap up with Steve and hear a little bit more about what happened down uh, down south this past week. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope here on WDCX. Niagara Gutter loves the Western New York community. They've been serving residential and commercial clients here since 1962. Their team of trained professionals is focused on providing customers with the absolute best service and quality possible. Niagara Gutter takes pride in going above and beyond your expectations. That's why they're trusted by the best in the business. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau for 15 consecutive years, an A rating with Angie's List for 12 consecutive years, and were awarded the Angie's List Super Service Award for three years straight. Let Niagara Gutter service your home. Check out their website at niagara-gutter.com to read reviews of their service, or call them today for an estimate at 695-3500. Mention 8 Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Niagara Gutter. Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Hi, this is Robbie Raw. I have some exciting news. Are you a business owner that is honoring God in all you do by operating your company in a manner that is consistent with biblical principles? Then you're going to want to be listed in the upcoming Kingdom Business Bureau. This includes small and large business owners in the U.S. and Canada. Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Go to Kingdom Business Bureau at gmail.com for more information. Eight Days of Hope is based right outside of Tupelo, Mississippi, and that serves as our national headquarters. 
our Northeast satellites in Buffalo, New York, and this summer, We'll be opening up our Midwest satellite in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. If you're a church or a faith-based nonprofit ministry and you have a need for those that you are trying to love and serve, sign up for our distribution ministry. It's simple. Go to our website, click on distribution ministry, submit the name of your organization or the name of your church, and every two months we will notify you with products that we've been given to allow the church to minister to those who are hurting. Instead of you running out and writing checks and going to your benevolence fund, we get these things for free. Uh, They're usually overruns or last year's model, but it's all brand new. And as long as you're willing to come to pick it up, it's free. You just got to come and get it. Eight Days of Hope, serving those in need in the name of Jesus. To learn more about the ministry, Eight Days of Hope, please go to 8daysofhope.com. This is Hope Reigns. To join the conversation, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. So about 25 liters of Eight Days of Hope was in DeSoto County, Mississippi the last 15 days. Want to give a shout out to Chris Charles, uh, Don Dabney. Uh, I'm missing somebody, or Ricky Russell, and so many others that help lead right. uh, during that outreach. Uh, we're talking to Steve Metcalf. Steve, we've got a couple of minutes left. So you're in DeSoto County. You had not done a thing yet for this gentleman. You had not done any chainsaw work. You didn't tarp a roof. But God opened up a door, and you were fearless um, to share truth. And and you have a new brother in Christ. When, when you leave at the end of the week, you're probably exhausted, but I bet your heart is full. When you look back at DeSoto County in that meeting, what goes through your mind, Steve? It's, it's an exuberance that's, that's I've never done before. I've, I've never done that, that type of interaction with a, a, a anybody. And the, the, the joy that God gave me through that series of events is just... Uh, Unimaginable. Last question, Steve. Would you ever do this again? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, we, <laughs> I love that smile, Mike. Yeah. You got us going this morning. But yeah, yeah. go ahead and answer yeah. that, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might. <laughs> and why would you do that? That is the last question. Oh, me. No, I love it. You know, Steve, so what did you end up doing on his house? Went back uh, two full days with skid steers and about half a dozen chainsaws and some wow. rakes and cleaned up. Uh, he had a no property damage directly to the house, but he mm-hmm. had a a huge mess in his yard and around his around his house. There was at least thirty or forty trees, wow. several widowmakers that had to be brought down with mm-hmm. with lifts and things of that nature. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of hours, volunteer hours, went into uh, cleaning up the mess around his sure. place. Mm-hmm. Boy, all, all for free, all for free, uh, yeah. all in the name of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Uh, skid steer, you know what a skid steer is, right, Mike? No, tell it's me. a bobcat. Oh, okay. yeah. So you know, God's blessed eight I days old. We've got a... multiple bobcats. They don't let me on them, and we're not going to let you on one, Mike. Well, I but... thought a bobcat was a ride at Darien Lake. Or something. No, <laughs> no, 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 I know better than that. Uh, I'm just kidding. Steve, let me pray for you real quick, if you don't mind, brother. We appreciate you, Father. We thank sure. you for Steve. We thank you, Father, yes. that he was bold for you that he left the comforts of his house, that he drove all night. Mm-hmm. We thank you, Father, for the travel mercies uh, that you put around Steve to get him to Mississippi. Thank you, Father, that he led and served humbly, that, Father, that he was fearless when he was asked a question to speak truth. He was quick, accurate, uh, articulate. Yes. And, Lord, he just let um, your words 
in who you are, Father, make the difference. Father, we, we know, and Steve knows it wasn't him, but, Father, he was bold for you. He was fearless for you. Mm-hmm. Bless him, Father, for all that he did. We thank you for a new brother in Christ yes. in Mississippi, and we thank you for the volunteers that serve, for the donors who helped offset those costs, and for so many who prayed, mm-hmm. who prayed for those that were on the front lines, Lord. Keep Steve safe until we see him again, Lord. Thank you, Father, for who he is That's right. in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Steve, we love you, brother. Love you, too. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Steve. God bless you, brother. Wow, Mike. (laughs) What a special brother, I'm telling you. And those stories happen all the time. Oh, are you kidding me? It's amazing. You know, Mm. when you step out, Mike, and you know, you you leave, and I get it. Sometimes people go, I've never been on a mission trip, right? I don't know what to expect. So, so talk for a minute to somebody who's never been on a missions trip and they're thinking about maybe serving with Eight Days of Hope this summer or going mm-hmm. around the country or another organization. Sure. What, kind of coach them on why well, they should take that next step. I guarantee you that when you're thinking in that vein, one of the first things that's going to come to your mind is that you're, you're going to start saying, I don't have the ability to do this, mm-hmm. or I, and I'm questioning myself, should I really go? Is God really calling me to go? I would say that is the number one sign to get in your car and go. And, well then, and then the second thing will be, what about my finance? What about my time away from work? Or what mm-hmm. about my family? I would say that's another sign to get in your car and go because God, you know, when, when we're at kind of our, I don't want to say wits end, when we feel weakest, he's strong. And he's going to show us once we get there, how, and he, we're going to have experiences like Steve just talked about. He's going to put us with people that are in need, and he's going to put us also with people that are getting the job done that we can learn from. And he just opens up a whole new door that will change our lives. Go. Get in the car and go, and you'll, you'll be a different person. I laughed at your question, but it was a good question. You know, do you think you'll do this again? I mean, you know, you know, I've done the corporate world thing. You know, right. you've worked business. You've you've been a leader at a local church. You know, you you sit on boards of of nonprofit ministries, going out to share the gospel. But when you're part of that conversation, Steve, he'll never right. forget that. Absolutely, he'll never forget. Steve will never forget that day. Let alone the gentleman that that he loved and served sure. that came to know the Lord. But Steve will, and that's and I believe me, I love amusement parks. I love you know going on vacation. But the things I think I'll remember, Mike, on my deathbed, is those life changing moments. Absolutely. Not only for somebody else that God allows you to be a part of. Let me say something else too, because I know I've been hearing about a lot of listeners that necessarily aren't going to church, or they feel like uh, they're not faith-based come and volunteer in a situation like this because what's going to happen is it's in your heart to want to serve people we're not saying you know if you hear something about jesus along the way fine but don't don't not come do not how do you say that right don't do not don't stay away right okay there thank you (laughs) don't stay away because it's faith-based and you're not you feel like you're not a part of that community so many volunteers come with us and this they'll just come out and say steve i've never been to church in my life I'm like, great. I'm glad you're here. (laughs) We're a better organization because you're here today. Let's go have some fun. Let God do the rest, right? Right. So uh, we're we're about to give you a bunch of information about Cedar Rapids, Iowa, something we've got going on in Tupelo, Mississippi, 
in March. Um, we're talking about eight days of hope buffalo. So we are going to take a very, very quick break, a very quick break, and we are going to come back. Uh, we'll just go, go a couple spots here. We'll come back and we'll start sharing some information on how you can get involved in 8 Days of Hope in Buffalo, not even leave the area if you live in southern Ontario or Buffalo. Yep. We're going to talk a little bit about um, our safe house construction ministry for those rescued from sex trafficking, a big symposium in March in Tupelo. And we're going to talk about Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Get your pens and paper ready. We'll a be, lot of information. We'll be right back. You're listening to 8 Days of Hope, um, excuse me, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope called Hope Reigns here on WDCX. This crazy 2019 winter has done some serious damage to many roofs and gutters across western New York. If you're one of the homeowners who have been affected, repair your storm damage and prevent future damage with Niagara Gutter, western New York's premier gutter experts. With almost 60 years of service in the Buffalo community, they provide the absolute best quality gutters and service in the area with incredible prices. Niagara Gutter is dedicated to serving the Western New York community and has excelled not only at serving its customers, but also the community it serves. They work local, help local, and give local. That's why they've partnered with organizations like Eight Days of Hope and the Buffalo City Mission. Call Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Or check out their website at niagara-gutter.com. Niagara Gutter, Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Getting to the heart of a matter means getting deep into what is most important about a situation or a decision that must be made. As a mother, what's most important to me when it comes to choosing a school for my children is the heart. Hi, this is Kristen, Director of Admissions at CCA. At Christian Central Academy, I know my children are getting the high academic challenges that come with a college preparatory school as well as the Christ-centered teaching that will mold their hearts to be ready to follow God's plan for their lives. Come see what it looks like to attend a K-12 school whose aim is to help your child grow in wisdom, stature, and in favor with God and man. Visit CCA this February 4th during our open house by registering online at www.christianca.com and see how our school gets to the heart of education. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. All right, so get your pen and paper out. We are going to give you some dates. And to be in the loop of everything that we do that God allows us to be a part of, you can sign up for our email alerts, Mike, on our website, 8daysofhope.com. And on that website... Mm-hmm. We have a couple of videos. I think we have our safe house construction video. It's there. Yeah. Uh, that is on there that mm-hmm. you can watch. That is, um, oh my gosh, we partnered with Elijah Rising in Houston. So let's let's kind of step back. Let me let me think about like what are the next dates. And so on March um, March twenty first, if you're in Western New York or Southern Ontario, we want to invite you to Antioch Baptist Church on Fillmore, and we'll make these invites available through email, social media. But that morning. Uh, on March 21st at 9 in the morning, we will be sharing some information about Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. So if you were a church partner last year, if you volunteered, if you were a sponsor, uh, you'll be getting an invite in the mail. But again, if you're in the area and you're curious about this thing called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo, 
Last year, Mike, the goal was to help 100 families with free home repairs. We were mm-hmm. hoping for 500 volunteers. We were hoping right. for 15 churches. And then God said, Steve, Mike, you guys are clueless. <laughs> <laughs> right? You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, hey, the fact that you opened up and kept the, the – the, just people could come even on the last day, and they were still coming. Yes, yes. Amazing. And so we had 1,500 volunteers from yep. 57 churches 57. serve 375 families in the university district. And so every yes. summer we're going to go to a different district in the city of Buffalo, and we're going to help families that live and own their house with free home repairs. And you, the listener, mm-hmm. you don't have to be skilled. You don't have to be a professional, a contractor, a builder. That's right. You can be like Mike and I, right? You just want to show up and serve somebody. That's right. Uh, no tools for me. I think you can do some tools. but um, And it's all ages. And so yeah. on March 21st at 9 in the morning at Antioch Baptist Church on Fillmore, we'll be, we'll be sharing details. And then on April 1st, no joke, yeah. April 1st, we're going to have a press conference at our building on uh, Kensington Avenue where we'll do the announcing of 8 Days of Buffalo, the district. And uh, that day, volunteering will open up on our website. We'll have our promotional video out. So those are the dates, March 21st and April April 1st. 1st. Okay. And April 1st, all are invited, and our building is on Kensington Avenue. Again, more information will be on our website and social media. But eight days old Buffalo, it's coming back. I'm excited. I'm excited. Last year was so great. We're still buzzing about how great that was, and uh, it's only going to double, Steve, really. Well, some of the partners, we're not ready yet to announce our lead partner and lead sponsor and the other partners, but they're names that people in Western New York and Southern Ontario know. Right. Now, if you're listening from outside the area, uh, we provide lodging. So if you want to come up to Western New York in the summer, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's beautiful. And Niagara Falls is like 20 miles down the road. So come serve a couple days. Gorgeous. Go to Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls. And then if you serve three days, we'll give you a ticket, a free ticket. Yep. You like free, Mike. Uh, oh, I'm telling you, free is free is free. <laughs> I'm free at last. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, <laughs> we'll give you a free ticket to go to Kingdom Bound at Six Flags, oh, Darien Lake yes. the following week. So, again, mm. March 21st is at Antioch Baptist Church at 9 in the morning. And then um, on April 1st at our facility, we'll be doing the press conference. But it's going to be here before you know it. Just a thought about that, Steve. For those that want that information, can't physically get out. Is that going to be broadcast like it was when you were in Cedar Rapids? Yeah, so so we you know we, we try to do a broadcast on, on Facebook. Kind of messed that up a little bit, but well, um, yeah, we're, we're going to find ways to communicate uh, through social media and, and, and our website. So uh, those are the two, two dates, March 25th. Now, I'm going to go ahead. Should we go ahead and just give the dates for 8 Days of Buffalo, even though we're not telling the district? Should we give the dates so people can get their calendar out and write it in? Well, let's pause two seconds and say, get your calendars out. Get your pens. So you're going to give them the dates. Um, I love it. Go, Mike. I dare you. Let me see. I'm going to show I have it right here. It starts on the 18th of what month? And go ahead. Give the dates. All right. July 18th through the 25th. Eight Days of Hope, Buffalo, New York. Yes. July 18th to the 25th. Okay. The 26th, Kingdom Bound starts. So oh, you yeah. can come hang out with us. We'll give you a safe place to sleep, a hot shower. We're going to feed you really good. Eight pounds of hope. A safe place to sleep is something to a lot of people running around that are not many. No, 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 no. We'll no, give you. Yeah, we give you. Yeah. So, well, so it's, it's all going to be shared down the road right. here in March. But yes. um, if you want to go to the YouTube channel and watch last year's recap video, uh, that's kind of fun as well. So that's kind of what's going on in Buffalo. Okay. In Tupelo, Mississippi, where we're based out of, 
on March 25th in the evening, which is a Wednesday night. So what, four days after our church meeting, our our, our partner meeting, our volunteer meeting here in Buffalo at Anak Baptist Church. We're going to be at Hope Church on McCullough. And if you have somebody that's a teenager, you need to get them there with their youth group or you need to bring them as a parent because we're going to have experts from around the country from the refuge, which is the largest safe house for underage children who've been rescued from sex trafficking. Mm. The founder, Brooke Crowder, will be there. Uh, We're going to have the former Los Angeles Dodgers manager. Awesome. Yes, his name is Kevin Malone. He's going to be there. I'll be speaking as well. We're going to have a sheriff there, Jim Johnson, because people think that this only happens in Vegas and New Orleans and during the Super Bowl. Mike, this happens in every community. So there are going to be details shared on how... To protect. To protect and how they're getting abducted and how... Yeah. Mike, so much is happening through social media and gaming. Mm. Parents. Right. So so um, if you live in Northeast Mississippi, uh, on March 25th at Hope Church, from 6 to 8 at night, it's free. We're expecting about 1,200 youth there. Parents, you can come as well. Mm-hmm. We will videotape that and Great. then uh, put it on our YouTube channel. And uh, it's something you've got to watch. Absolutely. Listen, this is happening. The more we hear about it... No, it's it's like it's under the under the under the what do you call it? It's under the surface. It's under radar, surface. right? Yeah. So it's, it's the it's really. the fastest growing crime in the world. Horrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna share a number right now with the listeners, and and I know what listeners are gonna say. Yeah, where did Steve get that from? Done our research. I've learned a lot in six months. Today, today on Saturday in Texas, in one state, not fifty states, in one state, the best estimates from multiple organizations is that roughly. 79,000 minors will be trafficked. 79,000. Think about that, Mike. That's as many people that sits in that stadium in Orchard Park and watches our local sports team play. That's more people that that go to an Ole Miss football game in Oxford, Mississippi. It's Mm -hmm. more people uh, that will attend most major sporting events. That's in one day, Mike. One day. Mm. I can't wrap my head around that. My mind goes back to, folks, we've got to get involved. I've got six grandchildren, you know, and if they're at the age, and mm-hmm. one, several of them are, you know, hey, Grampy, here's my new game, and they're on, they're on, they're gaming, and I, I say yeah. to the parents, and and they're watching them. Hmm. I thank God for them. So on March 25th in Northeast Mississippi, Hope Church, six to eight, no RSVP, show up, and and you will leave, um, you will leave, and actually, a, a young lady who was kidnapped trafficked, rescued, and now has uh, gone through um, totally uh, Mm. back. um, She's got a college education. She she goes out and speaks uh, the challenges. Uh, She'll be there as well. So uh, 6 to 8 on March 25th. So that's another date that we'll share with you. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Let's talk about that. We've only got a couple of minutes. So as you know, we, we, we try to respond to disasters quickly, Mike. And when you have equipment and people in an area like Buffalo, we can be in Pennsylvania, Ohio. We can be in New Hampshire, Massachusetts in a matter of hours. And that's why we opened up a satellite northeast in Buffalo, New York. But this past weekend in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, uh, they'll be our Midwest division. And we were there in 2008. No, but that had to be exciting. Watched, I watched that online. And the response was uh, incredible. 115 people showed up. You were able to really lay out the equipment that you're going to be bringing in, and you put it out there for what size warehouse would be ideal. Um, and 
the news reports, listening yeah. to the local broadcast, they were just excited. Yeah, like, they did a good job. It was like they were saying, we're honored that you would come oh, to Oh, I know. That was so nice. It was so nice. So we were there in 08. There was a flood, uh, it, you know, a major flood in 08, and 1,400 volunteers went to Cedar Rapids. And we fell in love with the city. The, yes. the, the churches, they, 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 uh, they come together, and they're part of an organization called Serve the City. Okay. And Serve the City is a conglomerate, a, a group of churches, different denominations, who try to take on social issues okay. as, as one body of believers. And we worked with them, served with them mm-hmm. back in 2008. And when we were looking for a Midwest city, that was a no-brainer. I'm telling you, I, I remember going to that. It was one of my first actual flood uh, rescues that we went to, and it was just something else to go into the houses and, and see see the um just the water from the basement all, all up and i and i always remember and I'm, i don't mean to take much of our time with this no no we're good the lady she says the man in a boat i remember sharing this with you once yes, before go on, share this it. lady was in in her house uh she was in her 80s early 80s cell phone was dead uh the water she's watched the water just come in come in come in and now she's sitting in her chair and the water's almost up to her ankles and she looks out and the there's a man in a canoe or a boat that went by, and all she could say, because she was praying there, God, what am I going to do? Is this it for me? And all of a sudden, when she's sharing the story, she said, then there was a man in a boat. I don't know who he is. Coming down her street. Coming down her oh street. Oh, my gosh. Checking houses to make sure that people were oh. out safe. He put her in the boat and got her to safety, and all she could say is, there was a man in a boat. <laughs> That's oh. God. God provided a man in a boat. She didn't know his name, didn't get it, never had a follow-up. The, but that that's my Iowa, my uh, uh, remembrance. And I, it just rattled me. God is going to be there to help. God is going to show up big in the time of trouble. Wow. Love love those stories. I hate yes. the disasters happen, mm. right? And I love Steve Metcalf's answer, you know, as we come down to the couple final minutes. You know, talking to Steve Metcalf today from North Carolina. He was in DeSoto. And, um, you know, the guy he was serving, you know, he asked a question, you know, if, if our God is, is who people say is, why would he cause a tornado? Yeah. Why would he cause cancer? Why would he cause, you know, the Vietnam War? I mean, mm. this guy had a, wow, talk about a one, sure. two, three punch. And, and, and I love Steve's answers. Mm-hmm. He, just, he just laid it out. And, you know, when I was thinking about that, I'm glad you brought this up again because it's not God's doing. You go back to the, I mean, if you, if you want to get real theological, you go back to the beginning of time, the fall of man, all that. But you don't have time to explain all that. Right. You know, so what did, what did he said? He just laid it out, like, almost like this is not God. He was so articulate. Like, God doesn't cause this. Right. This is caused because of sin. Right. I mean, sin is the reason why there is mm. pain and suffering and disease and, and deceit and trafficking and mm. all the things we're talking about. I hate that these disasters happen, Mike, but -hmm. it's a perfect opportunity for the church. That's it. So we're talking about natural disasters with hurricanes, tornadoes, snowstorms, wind damage, and then we're talking about human disasters, sex trafficking. That's why the church is in the world today. And Amen. They need to step up, and Amen. And, and I challenge my myself is 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 a part of this church. You know, uh, step up and step up and step up. The church is going to lead, Mike. I, I'm convinced. Um, you know, if you if you look back, there's a video I saw last week. I attended a church in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and we're going to find a way to grab that video and use that at some of our our outreaches. Okay. The video is about two minutes long, and it talks about the history of the church responding. That the church was the reason why colleges uh, um, launched in America. The church was, and still is, 
uh, the largest provider of hospital care across right. America. The church still is the first one mm-hmm. and, and, and stays the course when there's natural disasters. Okay. I believe the church is going to be the leader when it comes on and deals with uh, you know, orphans and, and sex trafficking and the widows that need help. Well, it, it, that's exactly the, the picture of Jesus. He came to rescue us. And now we, as an example of Jesus, um, will go and help rescue others. I love it. Emma, Elise, you guys are still here. All right, we have a couple of minutes, Emma. So you heard a lot today. Was there anything other than that drink that you've been, that frappuccino you've been <laughs> licking for the last Sorry. hour? Um, what is it like to be in a radio station? You like this? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so so. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> What's the um? What did you like most about the show today? My Starbucks drink. <laughs> Your Starbucks drink. <laughs> I Starbucks love it. Drink. Mike, you were like, okay, Dad, I don't know. We're praying for you, but, man, my Starbucks drink. Oh, man. <laughs> Elise, was this was this too much, or are you cool with this? I'm cool with this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I think you could do this, Elise. I really do. I think you could be Absolutely. on the radio every week. Would you ever want to do this? Not really. No. <laughs> she wants to be a veterinarian. Oh, yeah. wow. She wants to work with animals. You love animals, awesome. don't you? Awesome. Tell the listeners about Ernie. We've got a minute. Do you have a cat? What kind of cat is it? He's a ragdoll cat. A rag. Do you know what a ragdoll cat is, Mike? I'm listening. Elise, <laughs> what is a ragdoll cat? It's a cat. <laughs> it is a cat. You can kind of <laughs> hold them and shake them from side to side, and they just kind of like, they're like limp. It really? Is the, it is the coolest yeah. cat. And what's his name? Ernie. And what color is he? white and his eyes are blue and he has an instagram page yes <laughs> mike he's got <laughs> followers I this cat's him. got followers what's his instagram address do you know that um royal underscore ragdoll please follow him <laughs> <laughs> royal underscore ragdoll please follow him do that today if you're listening today um follow ernie oh my gosh so spiritual i love it Elise and Emma, thanks for hanging out today Oh my guys are awesome, Mike. Uh, we've only got about a minute or so. Um, pray for um, the the pray pray for our, the people listening today. For okay. those who are thinking about coming on with us, sure. we, we don't have much time, but please, Father, thank you for the words and the and, and the testimony that has gone out this morning. And Lord, we know you're stirring in somebody's heart to get in the car, get involved. And oh Lord, there's so many ways we can we can pray, we can volunteer, we can donate. Let let that be our heart to, to want to serve in Jesus' name. Amen. More information, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. And again, Elise, Instagram, what what was it again? Royal, Royal underscore, underscore ragdoll. Ragdoll. He's got like 80 followers. Incredible. That's more than you and I, you and I might combine. What's you up with that? You text me that. i got to look this up. <laughs> I can't believe that. We want to thank some of our partners. Uh, Life Church, appreciate you guys. Niagara Gutter as well. Uh, so many others. If you're looking for a great Christian school here in Western New York, CCA. In Williamsville, reach out to them as oh, well, yes. and um, they'll show you around. I, I know they have some free tours coming up. Nice. A lot going on, Mike, though. Oh. March 21st, Antioch Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. We're going to be there telling people about 8 Days Old Buffalo. On April 1st, no joke, we'll be at our building on 852 Kensington Avenue. Exciting. Where we'll be talking about and announcing mm-hmm. uh, 8 Days Old Buffalo, announcing the district. Great. People in that district can apply for help that day. On March 25th, we will be in Tupelo, Mississippi, and uh, excited great, for man. that. And there's some weddings coming up. Some weddings, two oh. weddings coming up. 
Uh, people who met at Eight Days of Hope. Oh my gosh, what's oh, going on? Here we go. Love I'm is in the you. air. It's February, right? <laughs> it is. Anyways, it is. you've been listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Join us next week when we tell and share God's side stories. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.